Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I knew this week would come. I didn't think it would be this good, but it happened for those guys that follow this channel, we saw a very, very tough first two weeks. Round three was okay, depending on how you selected your bench and these types of things. And round four was absolutely incredible. So most people I know and that uh, you know, I speak to have pl- like absolutely gone nuts in their rankings. You know, might be in the 20s and 30,000s all the way into you know, the top four, five, six thousand there. You see in the round results video, we'll go through all that in, in uh, more detail there. But an absolutely crazy one. They definitely made us work for it. Had to wait until round four for a good round. But yeah, massive, massive scores here. And the big trade-ins of the week for a lot of people that follow this channel were Shorty Johnson, Lemuelu, these types of players there. And they came out and stood up in this one. Johnson getting that awesome try in the back end of this game to help sort of seal this game. For those that are asking about the obstruction, I can completely understand where you're coming from. What it seems to be though and this makes sense, is that because he broke the line, Adam Fanua Blake then becomes a support player and he's no longer the lead runner. So as a lead runner, he went through the gap. And then as a support player, he was there ready for a pass if needed. And so he can't just evaporate. He can't just be out of nowhere. So that is why they did not pull this back for an obstruction is because he changed from the lead runner which he was at the start before Johnson went through the line and broke that line. And then he's there in that position. So let me know your thoughts on that. If you think that's fair or not, but even if you don't think it is congrats on the Warriors because they deserve a little bit of luck to go their way with a lot of things that happened for them, obviously through COVID and you know how much they sacrificed. So yeah, a nice win here at home. First game at Mount Smart for the season. Very exciting for them, but Johnson, even before that try, he picked up, obviously, what, with the goal kick as well. About 16 to 18 points there. So he's still sitting around the mid-50s even without that try, which is, you know, pretty good because when he started, I think it was 8 and 23 minutes, just things weren't going his way. He picked up a penalty and error in that first little bit. But 613 kick meters. You know, Tamani Martin actually kicked for a little bit as well. So good to see that. The meters gain for him is up at 83. He had tackles 20 with no misses. is absolutely spectacular. 
And he had a try assist as well and a couple of line break assists with his goal. So obviously just doing everything across the park and this is the best he's looked in a long time. So again, big congratulations to everyone who started with him. I brought him in this week and thankfully got his biggest score of the year there with the 73. Averaging 62 now and he's going to have a big bump when it comes through with the updates here and lockout. It might actually happen while I'm going through this video. So that'll be fun to see all the price changes there. But as I said, we'll go through all the round results and you know where to from here in you know, a couple of hours. We'll, we'll post that out for you. Okay, Jackson Ford. So I have both these guys, which is great news. Jackson Ford was a clear hold a bunch of weeks ago and he, boy, did he repay the faith for, for owners and, and guys that have kept him. And there was a few of you that would have almost traded him out just because he had that you know, little bit extra juice there at 353. But he, he won't make a ton of money this week. It'll be about that 380 mark. And I can see him being a massive buy for a lot of people. He's 18% owned, but not highly owned in the top 5,000. I think about half people own him in that. So very good news for Ford. Just does it really easy, guys. You know, try saver in there. He had the line break, which was great. And, you know, one tackle break there, one offload. 41 tackles for one miss was great. And your know, 100 meters gain there. He had three inside 10s, so that was frustrating. But, yeah, it didn't, didn't matter in the end. The 60, 61 for someone priced at 353 dual position, getting 80 minutes every week. Plays in round 13. I think he's someone we're going to hold for a good while, unless he gets injured. So pray for that one. Uh, Vitalea, so he had a, a cracker game, actually. He did have... Did he have an error there? I oh, know it was his mate. Uh, next to him, but yeah, Vitalea had a great score there. Try assists, the try. A few tackle breaks, some offloads in there. He was really strong. That offload for the try was was hectic. So big congrats to him. Maxi King finally had a big one in this one. 60 points. He's averaging 53 there. Minutes were up with him, with one of the boys going off, which we'll come across near the end. Uh, but yeah, Kingy did a, a cracker job and still yeah, a solid option, guys, but not one of the clear top guys. So we'll uh, we'll leave him out of this. But Karaz comes in again as well. So he's one of those guys that's becoming a little bit more owned and very clearly can do everything on the park. In this one, he has six tackle breaks, three offloads. So if he's getting around 20 to 30 points in tackle breaks and offloads, he's going to be such an option, especially as the dogs get better. They played okay in this one. He obviously got a try in the second or third minute. But yeah, 194 meters for him. Very good on the negative side of thing. Just the two missed tackles. So he's going to be a clear keeper, I would say, in the wing fullbacks. And if you're looking for someone who, you know, you get all the way up to round 13, obviously that's not ideal. But he won't play Origin, most likely anyway. I won't be playing Origin. So he's definitely someone that you should think about having in your side. Adukar had a nice long-range try. Adam Fanil Blake, 48 in there. Walker. Walker's playing pretty good. He gives him a good spark, I think, through the middle there. A little ball player. Runs the ball really hard. I think he does good things for him. Chance Nickel Hookstar. So he had a much better game, which is good. So last week, of, uh, last two games ago, sorry, he had the concussion and very low score. He's now averaging 36.7 across the three. So he won't make much money in this one with a sort of mid to, to late 30s break even, I believe. Uh, but you know he's going to start to to be, you know, build some more money. He is priced at 400k, so that's a bit of an awkward one. But this is kind of a going to be a normal game for him against a okay side. So as soon as he plays the top teams, a little bit there should be a, a few more missed tackles. There should be you know, a couple less, uh, one at least one less offload. Potentially tackle breaks down as well. He just had no negatives in this one, so you'd expect a little bit on the negative side against the better teams. But in these type of games, so 50 in the first one. 46 in this. He's definitely playable in these games. So, yeah, interesting now with everyone's wing fullbacks and centers getting better as to if he becomes a play week in, week out, or he's a loop guy, or however you decide that. So, very interesting this week in terms of loops anyway with, you know, Warbricks and 
and, and the Chances and Tamari Martins. These guys trying to loop them uh, this week with all the uh, Teddies and Swirlies out uh, to Lau. These types of players out. It was cool. Uh, Nick Corey, 45 for him. He was okay. Again, not a super good option at the moment. Matty Burton with 44. So better. Running the ball a little bit more. Still big kick meters. Six missed tackles again. Needs to get out of his game if he if he's going to be a keeper this year. For those who picked him up, he's still obviously priced down and, and can definitely get up into the 700s. But again, I need to see this regularly before I look to pick him up. Preston, 44, not his best game. Run meters were down a little bit. There's some negatives in there as well. Uh, but yeah, not a just not a great game overall. Like, fine, still get the 44. Big price rises, and you need to get him in. Obviously, trading him in this week, you would have loved for him to get a 60 or whatever, like he has been uh, regularly. But yeah, still good overall and not to be worried about, that's for sure. With TBJ potentially being out for another couple of weeks too. Uh, we've got other guys down the list that we need to speak about before... Anything with Preston there. Hayes Perrin, 43 for him. So he's quickly become a really good option in the fullbacks. And if you actually started with him, we were very worried with how the dogs looked in round one, with how they looked in preseason, how he looked, you know, with a few errors and stuff in his game. But he's become really solid and negatives are you know, not too many to come by, which is great. 180 meters pretty regularly. He's 150 plus. Gets his kick to fields. He had a force dropout. He has a uh, that last one there, guys, is getting out of the in goal, which we don't see much. So that's that one. If you were, if you were looking at that, it does have a list of all of them at the top here. So escape from in goal is what that one is. There you go. Okay, so yeah, I think he he's going to be up over 400k now. So probably a little bit expensive to get, but if you picked him up, he's doing going great guns for you. Okay, let's speak about Remani. So 39 for him, eight missed tackles. That's pretty disgusting, and he had two errors. And a penalty. This won't happen every week, but this is the type of games that he's thrown up last year. And he's now averaging 53, so he's gonna st he's really stopping his money making now. So if you bought him for that reason, you now need to hope that he continues to average 55. And these last two games aren't sort of uh, yeah a, a blip in the radar. You hope that they are, and he goes back to everything. And he still end up with a 40-20 as well. So that was a really good kick, and I was pretty annoyed. I was like, ah, he wasn't scoring that well, and then got the 40-20, but. There it is, 39. You expect better at that price, uh, unfortunately. You know, the other, really, it wasn't a week for hookers, was it? We had, you know, Grant get 51. We had Robson get 46. Reed with 39. So you, you weren't too far off the pack in terms of that, and he is cheaper than the other guys. So it's not the worst, but you definitely want to see a drop in those missed tackles. Ryan Sutton, so 47 minutes for him. Still kind of low in that point. And this is very stock standard with his PPM. We saw that... With 50 minutes, he'd need to uh, he'd score about 40-ish. So again, 47 minutes for 37 points. No real attacking stats, so we need some from him. He's got a neg eight, so three missed tackles and the penalty. With those kind of meters gained, you need to have at least an offload in your game, which he just doesn't have. He tackles hard, runs straight. That's all you're kind of going to get. So he's someone I think you can look to move on in the next couple of weeks. You can use that cash. You know, if we do get a Hosking available, a straight swap there is going to be hectic. So that'll be cool. Avrilo scoring a little bit better, averaging 31.5. He's made a tiny bit of cash, which is good. Tamani Martin did go off at the end. Did anyone see why? I saw him on the bench there with a few minutes to go. Um, hopefully there's no issues there with Tamari. Uh, let me know if you know anything. Put that in the comments. That would be great. 25 tackles, two misses, a couple of forced dropouts. was great. Kicked a little bit as well. So got three points from kicks. Exactly what you're looking for with him is just to get a little bit in that just so he can be that 30-odd 
point scorer and averaging 34.3 now in a pretty tough wing fullback position. He has a dual position with the half. I think that is very, very helpful for anyone's squad here. Paul Alamotti. Well, with Martin anyway, I think you just should be holding him this week. But we'll speak about him as Scoop anyway uh, when we go through those teams. Alamotti, the 30. Everyone's playing him. It's not an issue, but he was fine. Like, that's pretty a bit of a nothing game from him. And he's still got the, 100, uh, still got the 30, uh, 30 points there, which is good. So take that. The big worry now is Tohu Harris. It looks like he's probably going to be a trade-out. sounds like it's probably posterior. So PCL, the way that they fell onto his leg there, kind of kicked into the outside of his leg. It was very innocuous too, very sad to see, especially for those. Yeah, he wasn't scoring super well. Like he was doing okay in that first half, he had about 23, and then picked up a few in that second half before he succumbed to that injury. Just very low run meters. So tackling hard in that first half when dogs had a lot of ball. Uh, very unfortunate. If you picked him up, in the last couple of weeks, like our people squad did, he picked up his lowest one of the year with 50-odd, and then he got his 28 in this one. So very sad on that front. Uh, it was when Farmanu Brown uh, came off there. That's when Max King came back on and played the rest of that second half, so that was cool. And the rest of the guys, Kossi, he got batted all, all afternoon, and he did really well in terms of those kicks. And Ockenball played some minutes, so that was interesting. But again... Tavita Pangai will be a guy to take a lot of those minutes anyway when he comes back. That was such a, a big game. A lot. Of, I know a lot of us had plenty of players in that one, and it really worked out, which was awesome. Okay, let's move to the Knights and the Raiders. 24-14 to 14 victors the Knights were. Raiders really struggling. They did lose Jamal Fogarty pre-game, so that meant Frawley come, came in and away from home. There's a few negatives to that, but what you saw was a bit of a bit of a masterclass from a few of these outside backs in the Knights, and yeah, that really, that right side was just incredible. Greg Marzu, welcome back to him. He was spectacular. Looks like, again, he'll be one of those, even in this average Knights team, they've won two in a row now, which is pretty cool. In an average team, you wouldn't expect two tries every game. You know, one of them was pretty easy, didn't have to do much there, but the other one, really working hard, 274 run meters, four kick defusals, 10 tackle breaks to go along with his ability to score a try. And if Lockie Miller is playing, continues to play like he is and Gagai can can do his thing on that right edge, it could be anything, to quote Rugby League Guru there. Um, all of them getting over 70. Tyson Brazil, 69. The shout-out to him for that amazing effort. These guys, yeah, Greg could be a 50-point keeper and he's going to be priced around that 560 after this, after this game here with a break-even around that 40 mark. So... He's definitely someone of interest as well. Him, Karaz, these type of wingers, they're the guys that can be keepers. Majority of the time, you don't want a winger as a keeper in your side. We've seen it over the years. The Mansours, Toz in certain years can really do it, but not many can. And I think Greg is one of those guys. So would have been nice if we had him for this game, but you know, do you grab him in the next one? Definitely need to look at their draw, which we'll focus on in the three-game impact video. And if you haven't checked out the Thursday, Friday, and Saturday review, guys, that's where you get all of this knowledge on all of the players that we are going to cover in the buy, hold, risk it, sell. And you can make a clear decision on whether you want to have them in your side or you want to move on from them as well. So yeah, I really appreciate that. If you checked out all of them, even if you skip through, guys, to the certain players that you want or certain games, in here you've obviously got three games, you can skip through to the players you want, to, want me to speak about and find out from there. That would be yeah, very much appreciated. Gags with 77. He's a, a kind of guy that can do that. He'll go 70, 70, 70, and then we'll go 20, 20, 20. So similar to that of Stagsy, Gags has a, a lot more meters in his game, but he also has a lot of negatives. So you see in this one, he had everything in this one. Tries, this tries, 
seven tackle breaks, three offloads, big run meters, and then there'll be games where they struggle and he gets nothing. Lockie Miller, what a man. Still owned by not enough people. 26.9 is just ridiculous. So he's, you know, there was people in the preseason that were like, no, Lockie Miller, you know, crappy Knights team. Yeah, but you don't get it. He's going to run for 200 meters and like seven or eight tackle breaks. And in this one, he ended up getting the goal kicking. So he has goal kicking from now on, I'd imagine, unless Hastings was just having a bit of an issue, but he was kicking in general play. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. So, looks like Miller will keep the goal kicking. He was he kicked some really good ones and he missed some really close ones. So, trying to fade them in, they're a pretty cool fade to be honest with you. But uh, yeah, a couple of goals for him, a couple of try assists. He his hands are getting much better. He's someone that we we saw as very much just a runner of the footy, but he had two really good passes, and I'm glad they credited him with that second try assist because it was a clear assist on that one. Tyson Brazel, the up and down man, injured, gets a low score. Goes real good when he comes back, and he was a sneaky late entry into this one. Got the 69 points, and he's a very interesting price now because he is a 50-plus scorer. As you can see here, obviously getting the try, he'd be sort of a low 50s without it. He's that guy, so that's that there. Hudson Young and a few, you know, spoke about him being a potential buy this week. Very high break even. He could wait until this week, and it sounds like it sounds and looks like he is back. So you see here, he was priced at the 770 mark. And with that high, that low 60s break-even, he's not really going to make any, any cash. So about 635, I'd say he'll he'll shake out as. And I still think he's a clear keeper in that edge. And really good news for him that he could still score well, even without the Raiders doing well. So he got the try in there, got the three turnover tackles. He just is in everything. He hits hard, he runs hard. He can get you know, he can get you good base, but he can get you good attacking stats as well. So that's Hudson Young there. For those that don't tap in there, you get big big scores out of him with limited minutes and thankfully this week nine extra minutes compared to the last two which allowed him to just do his thing i don't think he looks as good as he did last year he looked better in the preseason as well which kind of looked the exact same as last year and then from round one i think he's just been okay the offload has been taken away i don't think he's running with anywhere near the same vigor that he was he's still getting a lot of work in sometimes making two runs in a set but I really just think he's just hitting it up. There's no Joe Tarpany of last season. So, yeah, let me know what you guys think on him. Thankfully, he's still scoring great. And he's going to start to make a little bit of money now with the last two weeks being better. He was obviously priced high. He was priced in that mid-50s. And you're hoping for a 60-plus average. And you'll take the 57. Look, he's not doing as poorly as what Murray is doing compared to his price. But Joey there... Yeah, it's just very interesting. Let me know your thoughts on him. He's clearly a hold, and, and he's going to be a great option for the entirety of the season. If you have him now, you just keep holding. If you don't own him, I'm not sure if I want him straight away, just because I'm not sure. Like, there will be a game where he, he doesn't... Like, he gets some missed tackles. He has some, you know, more errors. He had two in this one, but 
yeah, there'll be penalties. There'll be, he'll have a game where he'll get 50 minutes and he'll get like 40 points and it'll just be a bit of a downer. But that's that. So many points in this game. You know, we're still in the 50s and 60s. Fitzgibbon has been super consistent. 54 his average now. He'll continue to make money. But again, do you pick him up now? This is the first time he's been consistent his whole career. Four really good games. I don't know. Jaden Braley, welcome back to him. He is, should be on a lot of people's radar. He returns now after his week off and his head knock. He had a really high break even. So he'll still lose a tad of money, I believe. I think he was up in the 70s, mid-70s. So this could be the week now that if you expect him to be a 50-plus point scorer, he'll be priced down at about 625 is my guess there. We'll find out shortly. And he has probably 100K to make at least on that and could score above that. You see in this one, they had the ball plenty and he still got 55 tackles. Ran the ball 62 meters. So that will be conducive to getting the odd tackle break or offload as well. I think he'll be solid. Matty Tomoko, he ended up, he's ended up scoring higher than we actually thought in preseason. The last two games have been amazing. And he's definitely someone you need to look at. He will keep that spot long-term. They do have a buy in a few weeks there, round eight, so three weeks from now. And that's the only real issue. You, know, you get him for round 13, I believe. They, have, they don't have the buy. And he's not going to play Origin or anything. So he's a, a solid, cheeky... 500 and a bit K center when there's not a lot of those good options. And the center's actually played pretty well this week. Obviously, you got the Hamar, Tass, uh, Penasini. These types of players did a great job, along with Herbie Farnworth and the like. So there's plenty of good center options that all scored better than Jack Bird, who was meant to be the safer option. I completely agree. He scored well the last two weeks, which we'll speak about him shortly. Bravin Best is looking better and better every week, which is good. Hastings, if you held on to him, a 49 is much better but still losing money and not kicking goals anymore. So a big issue there. He only had the, the one in negative sense why he scored a lot better. Leo Thompson, if you picked him up, very happy with that effort. He was on pretty low score for a good portion of this game and picked up a try saver late, I believe, and just tackled his heart out for the end of this game. So 49 metres for him, not great, but the 41 tackles in that middle forward role worked out well. Daniel Saifidi, if you still own him, a 45. Papa Lee return, 44. Low minutes for him. I'd expect probably 40 to 45 going forward. Corey Howard and I kicking goals as well. So there's a few changes in goal kicking this week with Fogs out. He got the 43. Not great. Matt Croker, 42 points here in 45 minutes. A few people asked me about him. He's just a bit of an awkward price and... How many weeks is he going to get these big minutes? Because we know what he can score, but that was the worry with him. So he performed if he did pick him up, and there is 0.8%, so not very high, but there's still a, a group of guys there that, that picked him up. Horsburgh back to 35 minutes was a bit strange, so yeah, not sure what to think of that one. If you own him, he's still a clear hold, but yeah, definitely something to be stressed a little bit about, but still scored okay, thankfully. Hetherington got 32, ran on last at one point. I was like, what are you doing? Starling, this is the game that does happen irregularly, but it did happen, 55 minutes. He did start the game, so I think exactly a preference of him coming on later, like after 25 minutes and playing 55. He usually scores a lot better, and he didn't even run the ball. 20 meters gained, not good. Uh, down the line from there, you've got Smith Shields to 24. He ended up a bit better than we thought. Update a little bit, but yeah, 24 in the centers right now. Looks like he's going to have to be your cover. You can't really play him anymore. I just don't think you can. Kurt Mann copped a bit of a knock and he missed a lot of this game. And Solo there, he had 25 and he looks like his minutes are numbered, that's for sure. So that's that one. And then we'll move to this last one. And thankfully, not many people have him. But for those who brought him in and captained him, Mr. Nico Hines, he is 
absolutely incredible. For him to come back round one, for him, and absolutely dominate like this, it was crazy. He's so good at football and getting better each and every week. 98 in his first one back is our highest score of the year. And for the, what percentage of people? Oh, 7%, that hurts a lot. 7% that have him, well done. Because you did, if you picked him up this week, you needed to captain him, you needed to give him all your love, all your support, and get him a massive score. Because you had two weeks and then you're going to have a million bucks on the pine. And it's worked out tremendously. Everyone will be looking to get him in, get him in around seven. And I think that's a great idea. He didn't even play the last eight minutes where they definitely would have, he definitely would have done something and got way over that 100 mark. And for those that owned him in Supercoach and did the same thing, I think 180 in Supercoach was a bit of a killer to my team. It was going okay. I had Grant as captain though in that one and got 44 and then Heinz it's 180. So if you're stressing about the 15 to 20 points in fantasy that, that you miss out on, there's 140 I've just missed out on. Uh, well, way more than that. Um, depending on, yeah, captaining, captaining job there. But yeah, crazy for, for Nico. He will be a must-have, guys, very, very shortly. Looked great. Did have some groin tightness, it looked like. That's why he came off. So something to monitor. But he should be fine next week. And they have the buy in round six. He'll be raring to go in round seven. That's two weeks in a row now. The Dragons have conceded a lot, especially in the second half. So that's something to address because they were pretty good in that first half of last game against the Broncos and this one as well. And then the Sharks were just a better side. They, I think they all of them together, like Trindles play really well. I think the team have been faster because Hines runs the ball a lot more and they all they all run off the back of him. He gets plenty of uh, you know, plenty of run meters in you know, plenty of speed off the mark and then people play off that, which is really cool. Ramian is one of those beneficiaries, clearly. So is Britton Nakora. So... 70 for Ramian. He is coming back with a couple of great games, averaging 45 and a half now. He should go back to some of his best. So if you like a Sharks player in your team, obviously with round six coming up, you don't want to push you towards many of these guys, but he was great in this one with two tries, three line breaks from there. Nicola running great lines as always there. Laurie with another big score. Really cool for him. 68 minutes, 55.3 is his average over the first three games. So... Amazing work. And this is all in base. He scored a try last week. And this week it's 51 in base and, and not really having any negatives. So, well done, uh, Laurie there. Suart, 53. Wilton went down from 55 to 50, but did have a sneaky line break in this one. Neg, 12. Not great, but 52 in base again. Wilton will be a 50-point keeper. He's exactly where we thought he'd be at this point in the season, averaging 50, which means he's still got, after this score, about 100K to make. So he's definitely still an option. But again, I'm going to err on the side of caution in picking him up this week. If you think that you know, if 80K and, and scores a 50 every week with the potential 60 or 70 with a try is in your wheelhouse, then I think you know, Wilton's going to be a great option with that 80 minutes weekly. Ben Hunt, 48. Ronaldo, 47. He had an awesome game and still only 47. So much better super coach pick then he is a fantasy pick at the moment. Uh, you got the guys like Toby Rudolph having decent ones. Blake Braley, a low one for him. Five missed tackles was annoying. I still don't think Braley's going to be option for a long time until he improves uh, his offensive game. Like he had two offloads in 57 meters and still got 40. Not good. Talakai Katoa, 37 and 38 there. Will Kennedy, 37. All these guys are like solid and Kennedy continues to score tries, which is crazy. Fanukin down on minutes and down on output. So yeah, avoid him as an option going forward. You've got guys like Couchman who did a solid job there with his minutes. McInnes continues to play low minutes. So 
averaging 37, his price is going to continue to plummet. So keep him in your black book, guys. If he happens to get that 13 roll, get 55, 60 minutes. If his price is 600, 550, whatever that happens to be after round six, then he becomes a very, very good option. So keep that in mind. Jack Bird ended up moving to the bench to the start of this game. So he missed the first 13 minutes and then he came on and things just didn't really go his way. Three penalties, a bunch of them clearly his fault. He's just like holding people down, holding them by the, the head and pushing them down. Just weird, weird stuff like that. Uh, but he had negative 15 in that one. And when you're not playing 80 minutes as a middle, negative 15, not going to be great. Didn't go over 100 meters gain. Got the two, like he got a real easy offload and stuff in there. So just clearly wasn't his game. And when a lot of other centers went really well this week, that was a tough one to swallow for owners. But the last two games before this have been really good. Remember, you've got a 44 average so far and overall has been solid. And that 43.7 is what he's going to sort of hold going forward. I just noticed that there that the prices all just changed just then. So we look at uh, Birdie down 15 on this week. McInnes down 52. So he's someone that, again, as I said, 550 to 600 will be an interesting one there. Let's quickly just check those prices changes while we're here. Hines up to a million and two. Beautiful work from him. All these guys up top going up in price. Laurie there, Wilton up to 610 now. So you've made 74K on him, which is awesome. Braley down 21, which is, uh, yeah, expected. Kennedy up 19. He's made 96 as well, so he's had a good start. We see there, you know, Finucane's had a decent start, so he's made some cash there. Birdie's down, McInnes down. We've got Moylan down a little bit. Sloan up 33. So he had... a. Uh, Average game, to be honest with you, and still got 27 in a, a game where they got pumped. That's probably good science, to be honest with you. It means he's getting involved a little bit. Still only 70 run meters. He didn't do a lot right, but he also didn't do a lot wrong in terms of negatives. So if you played him, you're upset. But to have him making that 33K, it does stunt him a little bit. He was on 20 before update. So you'll take the 27 and run with it. Do you look to play him each week against the lesser teams? Yes, but teams like the Sharks, definitely No. Uh, but obviously, most weeks you can't uh, be picky and he can't pick and choose, that's for sure. Okay, a little low minutes for him. If you own him, big, big worries. So you owned him to make some good cash and be a 50-point player. It was a big risk because that first game, he just absolutely dominated in that lower minutes. And I would personally look to move him on over the next bunch of weeks. I understand if you have got no real good hookers in there and there's not really too many options, but guys like Mitch Kenny were going to do going to score the same, to be honest with you, overall uh, at less price, for example. Ben Murdoch-Masilla, he's been poor. Not much else to say, really. Where's his running game? Where's his tackles? Good numbers. Like, all the things he's done in the past, on an edge, in the middle. Maybe they just play him in the middle, and they play Bird at 11. And, I don't know. I feel like you can just have him in the prop rotation or in a 13 role or something. They just, yeah, he's... You just play him for less minutes. You play him for 40 minutes, get him through the middle. He'll get a 30-odd, 35 in fantasy. I think he'll run hard for them. Yeah, I don't know. Don't know what to do, but I think he's worth trading out of your side. It's him, Talau. How are you going to play it? He's just made 2K overall. Woohoo! What a win. Two free, $2,000 free. How good is that? Uh, and shout out to our good man, Zach Lomax, for a nine in 80 minutes, which is not uh, expected for Zachary. He's been... 
staying around his price. He lost 50K this week. He was just over 600K. 11 tackles, three misses, four errors, and a penalty. So that's that one, guys. As I said, we'll go through the round results now. It looks like it's the lockout has just lifted, which is cool. Uh, I'll check out my score. Clearly over 1,000 for me, which is great. I hope you all had a cracking week as well. And let's build into round five. But we'll discuss that in the round results video. See you later. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 